Hello, and welcome to the Dare to Care with Michelle podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Renee Wyman. On our show, we talk about not just how to care, but why to care. We feature people who go above and beyond in caring because caring is cool. All right. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us and welcome to Dare to Care with Michelle. I'm your host, Michelle Renee Wyman. Uh, with me today is my very good friend and co-worker, Alyssa. Alyssa was born with cerebral palsy, but she does not let her disability slow her down. Instead, she uses it as a platform to advocate and educate. As a former patient at Shriners Hospital for, uh, for children in Canada and Montreal, she has overcome her share of obstacles, had has had many surgical procedures and has shared her story of perseverance through her patient, her role as a patient ambassador for the hospital. As a former Miss Canada, Alyssa traveled throughout Canada and the US, sharing her story, spreading awareness and advocating for people with disabilities. Alyssa is a disability advocate. She moved to the US from Canada more than three years ago to pursue a career in nursing. Uh, after she faced ableism, what a fun word, and discrimination while trying to begin her nursing career in Canada. Becoming a nurse has not been easy, but it was just another obstacle for her to overcome. Today, Alyssa is a registered nurse at a hospital in Las Vegas, happens to be one that I work at. She is respected, valued, and treated as part of the team. She has proved that with hard work, perseverance, and determination, you can achieve anything. Never let any let others determine your worth. A disability does not define you. You define the disability. Thank you so much for joining us, Alyssa. That is such an impressive uh, bio. That's crazy. Um, an introduction. Wow. <laughs> it's uh, Alyssa is, uh, first of all, thank you so much for joining us after working all night. She worked all night and now here she is interviewing with us and chatting with us. Uh, uh, and we're gonna talk about her role as a nurse, her role um, and then her, her disability. And, and you look at this beautiful young lady, you sure don't see somebody with a disability. Um, and so we'll talk about that. So uh, let's start with um, a couple times at work, Alyssa, you've mentioned to me that you're having a bad body day. What does that mean? For me, that means um, like if I, Sometimes I can have months and, well, weeks and months without having a fall. And then other times I can fall five or six times a week. It's nothing that I've done. It's it's just how my body's tired. I'm uh, sore. My back is sore. My legs are sore. So if I'm having a bad body day, everybody's going to know it because they're like, you're not moving as fast as you typically would. Um, and that's why. So um when that happens it doesn't happen very often or I try not to let it happen very often but it's just part of what I have to deal with and I just deal with it and move on I I understand that that's um I the only way I I realize you're having a bad body day is if you tell me that so it's <laughs> not like there's something not right with her today I don't think you ever see me fall so if you if you would have seen me fall then uh no I have not yeah. Uh, thankfully <laughs> I don't, it doesn't happen very often thank, thank goodness but it does happen 
There, I got you. Why did you become a nurse? Um, so I've always wanted a, a career in the healthcare field. I wanted to become a doctor first. Um, I did go to medical school for a year in the Caribbean. Um, they didn't like the fact that I was, that I had a disability and they told me that I was tarnishing their reputation by being a, a future doctor in their medical school with a, disa with a disability. So um, they were, ended up changing the, my grades on my final exams from passing grades to failing grades and then making me write what they called a, a cumulative exam. Mm -hmm. And then they would, after I wrote that, they would make me like fa fail it by like one or two points. Oh, that's so crazy. They did, they did that for like three semesters. And by the third semester, I was like, I'm not giving you any more money. <laughs> You've taken enough of my money. Um, and then afterwards, I found out that they were trying to get to get rid of me because they didn't like the fact that I had a disability. So gotcha. Wow. All right. Yeah. Very cool. Um, can you explain to people uh, what your disability is? That's a loaded question, Michelle. Um, <laughs> basically, cerebral palsy is the most. Uh, it's pretty common. I think, I think it's the most common um, disability, motor disability in, in children. Um, I was born with it. Um, my, I had a seizure when I, I was born, so that's what they think caused it. Um, but basically for me, I mean, there's different, uh, categories, different severities of it, but for me, it, it just affects my, my legs and my, my balance. Um, my arms, nothing else is affected besides just my, my legs and my balance. Um, I do have difficulty like stepping off curbs um, outside on even uh, uh, on uneven terrain in the like in the woods or hiking okay. or something like that. Um, but other than that, for me, that's pretty much it. And, and I understand that what you're trying to say is that some people are affected differently in different ways. And uh, I took care of a young man in St. Louis who had was a severe disability where he was in a wheelchair and um, his, he, his language was affected. Yeah. Um, he was able to say some words, but not many, but he had the, a board on his um, wheelchair and he yeah. talked through that and he was very intelligent. Like his brain was, there's nothing wrong with his brain. Yeah. Um, and he absolutely loved me. He would come to the hospital and he, he wouldn't let anybody else start his IV. Uh, and he would say, me, Michelle, me, shell, me, shell, and yeah, put his hand out. So, you know, it's, I understand that. Um, so you, you were, you were born, uh, born this way. And then we, yeah. you went, uh, you had spent some time at Shriners Hospital. Uh -huh. Tell us about so I that. Was a, I was a patient at the Shriners in Montreal for 20, 20 years. I had, um, five or six surgeries. I had a, spin a spinal surgery called the selective dorsal rhizotomy. That was the one that that gave me the ability to walk because before that I wasn't able to walk. Um, and explain had, what that's, is that the heel release? No. So basically what they did, um, they cut open my spine, like oh. my whole, my whole spine. Right. Um, and they burnt nerves leading to my legs to reduce plasticity in my legs. 
because I was like super I like if I still am a little bit but um super duper tight um very very spastic um and with that surgery it allowed me to get to get a heel strike and learn learn to walk gotcha Um, I mean if if it's cold out or if I'm tired um or if I'm nervous about being like stepping off a curb that I have to step off of I'm like stiff like a board like I tighten up like instantly um Uh that's not me that's that's not me doing it that's just my body doing it that's my body's reaction to to that situation I don't like it it drives me nuts um (laughs) but that's just how it is and I've learned to just just deal with it um but yeah that's basically what happened they just cut open my spine and and then you had multiple other surgeries yeah I had three I had three foot surgeries um on cord lengthening and tendon transfer right on on both feet um, and I had two eye surgeries too, but that, I don't think that counts. Everything counts sister. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, one of the connections that Alyssa and I have is that I actually worked at a Shriners hospital in St. Louis around the same time that she was probably going through all of this. Um, but she was in Canada. I was not in Canada. <clears throat> uh, and the Shriners hospital, what, what is that like? Tell us about a little bit about the Shriners hospital and what it's like to be there. Um, Another loaded question, I know. (laughs) You're going to cry. I love that hospital. That hospital um, was like my home away from home for 20 years. Um, To me, it wasn't a hospital. It was like I was going home. I was going for to see my friends, to see the coworkers. I have so many friends there, and I still talk to them to this day. Um, It's just, it's special. You yeah. walk in there, it's like you're, you're home. Yeah. Everybody knows me still. Everybody calls me by name. It's just, it's a special, special gotcha. place. Yeah, that's cool. Very cool. Um, the, uh, uh, oh shoot, I just lost my brain. Uh, there it is, found it. Uh, <clears throat> when I was, when I worked at the Shriners Hospital, that was the same, like the kids that came in, we were friends with them. Like we were looking forward to seeing them again. And, you know, there were a few that would come in like every six weeks to get the heel release done. Yeah. So we, you know, we were watching, waiting for them and knowing that they were coming in. And it was a lot of fun. It was, uh, there were, you're right. It's, it is a home. It's a place that's a home. Uh, and it's uh, a great program. The Shriners hospital uh, has, and has a really fun program. So you, you've been a nurse in Las Vegas now for how long? Um, I just did it here actually the end of January. So a a few, about a week over a year. So what was it like working at or working through COVID? Because you were a nurse during COVID when we were, had craziness going on. Um, I don't think I was. I I did, most of my nursing classes were actually done through COVID. So what what was that like? Because you couldn't really go into the hospital and do clinicals. No. So we had, um, all of our classes were done online. Um, wow. And then some of our clinicals were done through like virtual simulation. Mm-hmm. And then um, towards the end of my nursing school, which would have been like the summer of 2021-ish, I think, um, that's when COVID kind of eased up and we were allowed to go back into the hospital for clinicals. 
Right. Um, the last semester of nursing school was the first time that we, as a cohort, were all together, like in person, going to clinicals together. So that was kind of strange and and great all at the same time because we didn't we never seen each other in person before that. So, oh. um, yeah. Do you, do you ever feel like you were cheated during that process? Like. You know, like I was best friends with some of my nursing school friends and I'm still friends with a, a couple of them and it's been mm -hmm. over 30 years. Yeah. Um, uh, you you kind of lost that. Yeah, a little bit. And I mean, for, for me, my, my, the clinical I was looking forward to the most was like OB, OB clinical. And we couldn't do that at all because of the high risk for them. And I was so disappointed that that was the one clinical I was looking so forward to because that's, that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be a NICU nurse. Um, okay. And so we didn't do that at all. At all. That whole clinical was a uh, simulation. So I was kind of, wow. I kind of felt cheated out of that because I was so looking forward to it, but such is life. <laughs> uh, I'm okay with not seeing stuff coming out of people. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> so you you did start to work originally in Las Vegas and the NICU, correct? Yeah. And uh, at an another, we'll just say another big hospital because I don't like that hospital anyway. Um, okay. And thank thankfully it did not work out there, uh, uh -huh. and you came to me. So I love yes, it. <laughs> you, you rescued me. <laughs> Yay! Um, how you know? growing up with stuff and you know people my son was born with a heart defect which is uh -huh. different you know than what you have but people would tell me oh I could have never done that I don't know how you did that so how do you, how did you do this how do you you know growing up you know you had to go to school you were Miss Canada you know you're traveling all over the place how do you do that with uh with what you have going on I get that question a lot and my response is, you just do it. Like, uh -huh. I just do it. Um, does it suck sometimes? Yes. Do I have bad days? Yeah. But the good days are way, they far outnumber the, the bad days. Sure. So I mean, when I was Miss Canada, I was somewhere different pretty much every 24 hours. Oh. I had to be on appearance. I had to do photo shoots. I had to put makeup on. I had to do all that stuff. And I don't, I'm not, I'm not that kind of person. Like I, before I was Miss Canada, I didn't like photo shoots. I didn't like all the attention on me, but I had to get over that real fast and just, <laughs> just do it. Um, and even with the ambassador stuff for the hospital, um, they asked me to do something and I'm just like, I'm there. It doesn't matter. Like I left medical school for a week to go speak at a conference for the hospital. That's amazing. And so I just left and I did it. You just, I just do it because I like to do it. Gotcha. It's helping other people. So if I can help one other family, another child navigate what I go through, then it's worth it. I I find it it's just like amazing. You know, again, you had you had a choice and and. Whether you believe it or not, you had a choice and you could have just gave up. Your parents oh, could have let you give up. And instead, you're, I'm going to be a nurse. Nursing is hard, you guys. Everybody who's on here, who's who's watching this show with us, 
I want you to know nursing is hard. It's really hard. It's hard on your body. It's, you know, old nurses like me, we have bad backs. We have bad knees because we're lifting people. We're, all, we're on our feet 12 hours a day. We are lucky if we get a bathroom break. We're lucky if we get, a, get to eat. And someone, uh, and Alyssa's there with just another barrier for herself. You know, she's, she does a great job. Alyssa does a great job, but nursing is hard and it's hard on your body. How do you, how do you, you know, you could have gone into, you're, you're very, very intelligent. You could have done anything. <laughs> it's funny you say that. Cause I had a lot of people, a lot of professors in nursing school tell me, um, I'm not saying that this is true, but they've told me you're too smart to be a, be a bedside nurse. You have to teach, you have to teach nursing. And I was like, I, Maybe in the future I can teach it, but right now I just want to be be a bedside nurse because I know what it's like to be on that side, um, in the hospital bed, helpless, can't do anything, can't really um, have to rely on other people for right. for everything. So I just want to be on the other side and provide the care versus being on the on the receiving end of it. So yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's really amazing. And that's the part of you, that's your patient advocate part side we haven't talked about yet. So um, what, what do you feel like on the patient advocate side of your job? Because it's, you know, sometimes doctors don't answer phones or, or they order the wrong thing. How do you handle that? Oh. You call your supervisor and I come. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I do. Um. I don't know. Like I had, I had a patient, um, not that long ago who had no payments on, on board. Wow. And I don't know what, I forget now what he came in for, but he was like, I need something for pain. They gave me this in the, where I came from. Why mm -hmm. can't I have, it? I was like, I'm trying my best to get it for you, yeah. but I can only do so much so fast. And I, I can't order anything without a doctor's order. Um, so I just, I went back to the doctor and I went back to the doctor and I said, look, you need to do this. This patient is suffering. It's not right for you to keep this patient in pain. Can I please get something for pain for this patient? Um, and eventually they did give it to me. Um, eventually like, they get tired of being called. Right. Right. <laughs> so they just give me what I want. And then, then everybody's happy. Um, but yeah, I mean, if I see a patient in pain, if I, and they don't have something, then I'm going to ask them for it. If, if, yeah. Do you, um, do you talk to your patients about uh, your disability? Like when, so uh, it, let's start with something else. And that's your, you do have, use an assistive device at the, in the mm -hmm. hospital, uh, yeah. which is a cart, um, so, which is amazing. I, I love the cart anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. So the cart is basically, for me to use whenever I have to transport like IV channels, IV anything heavy. If I if I'm going down the hallway and I'm going to see five rooms, then I'm going to take everything I need with me in that one trip okay. on the cart, put it there so that I can walk out of the room and just cuts down on walking for me. Um, not so much in the unit that I'm that I'm working in now, but uh, in the bigger units, it's a lifesaver. And even the other nurses are like, wow, like this is nice. Like we can go to a little card and grab a flesh or grab an IV star. And I'm like, yeah, you can. 
isn't that, isn't it nice? You're welcome. <laughs> right. That's um, funny. Yeah. So that's basically all that is. It's not like I don't need it to walk or anything. I mean, sometimes I, if I'm having a bad, a bad body day, then I use it to more than I would. Um, but it's typically just there to put supplies on so that I don't have to walk 50,000 gotcha. miles. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, it's a great, uh, did you come up with that or did, um, how did, how did you figure out that a cart would, it was would actually the, my disability support coordinator at UNLV who said, um, cause I, one thing I told her was the only thing that I know for sure that I cannot do is carry liquids without a cover on it. Okay. And, um, because I'm just going to spill it. That's, I, I might not spill it, but the likelihood of me spilling it is very high. Yeah. So I said, can we get something so that I can not, not have that happen? Okay. And she said, well, the easiest thing that I can think of would be a card and you can use it to put, to put supplies on, et cetera. And I was like, yeah, I said, I think that would be, per be perfect. Right. Um, so I had that for my clinicals at UNLV. And mm -hmm. then um, they got it for me when I, I when I was hired. No questions asked. Right. <laughs> but my first day, my first day on the job, I had the card. Um, okay. And it's been my best friend since. <laughs> I thought I was your best friend. <laughs> Come <Rude>. on. <laughs> <laughs> so how how do your patients respond to you? There's uh, two parts to this. One is do they respond negatively and Two, do you talk to them about, I know what it's like? Because like a lot of people go into a room and, you know, especially you're young. So a lot of people your age, they, they have no idea what it's like to be in the hospital. These nurses mm -hmm. have no idea what it's like to be in a hospital, no idea what it's like to be sick more than a cold or, or cramps, you know? <laughs> and and you, you do, you do understand yeah. and you do are able to feel what, feel those feels yeah um so yes they respond negatively um I had several patients tell me like why why are you a nurse you walk you don't you walk weird and I'm like I'm taking care of you aren't I yeah <laughs> like right. my ability to take care of you has nothing to do with the way I walk um just like little like snarky comments and I'm just like well that's fine. You can have your opinion, but I'm going to do my job just the same, whether you're being mean to me or not. Right. Um, but yeah, I have, I've had several patients say like, you can't be a nurse because you walk, walk like that or you, what have you. Right. Um, and then I have others who are like, wow, like you're have that and you're dealing with that and you're, and you're a nurse, like you're doing a good job. Like, holy crap. And then yeah. If, if I have time, I'll, they say like, well, where do you go to school? Um, where are you from? Like, what's kind of your story? Um, and then they're like, well, like you're, you're educated and you, you're, you're doing something with your life versus just like doing, sitting there doing nothing. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm like perfectly capable of it. The only thing I, I, I need to do my job well is a cart that I put supplies on so and you don't take that inside a patient's room so that all stays outside yeah okay cool very cool very cool very cool uh, you said that when you get cold that 
that your back is more spastic. So moving to Vegas was obviously a good move besides the <laughs> fact that you have a boyfriend here and you went to school here. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I'm talking to, I was talking to my parents the other day and they were just hit with a snowstorm. It was right. the coldest day since 1967. It was minus 68 Fahrenheit. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> so yes. They're, and they haven't moved to Vegas yet. Why? No, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I mean, I moved to Vegas for nursing school and, and my, my and my boyfriend, but um, the weather is definitely better. <laughs> An advantage for sure. Yes, for absolutely. sure. What advice do you have to give, uh, first of all, people without disability when they're looking at someone who does have a disability of any type? I would say just be nice and be open-minded. Don't be closed-minded. Like you have no idea what their story is. Um, so if they're, if they're willing, just ask them. If, if they're not comfortable telling you, then, then they will tell you. But if you ask them, chances are they're going to tell you. If, if any patient asks me like, is your leg broken? I said, no, I was actually born like this and I have a disability, but... I'm a nurse and what have you, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so just be nice, be open-minded. Don't judge before you, don't judge a book by its cover basically because I've had that happen so many times. No pun intended. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, and speaking of books, so Alyssa, this is, the, this is um, part of our connection. Uh, Alyssa is going to be in uh, the book, the compilation book, called Dare to Care, it's healthcare superheroes, and she is a superhero, uh, sharing stories of perseverance, inspiration, and hope. And uh, that that will be out uh, my birthday, which is May 31st of 2023 is when, when that will be released. And it's gonna be a heck of a party. Uh, we're gonna have a nice birthday party, book release party. It's gonna be so much fun. <laughs> Here in Vegas, of course, and it, yeah, so, uh, her chapter is already in and I've already read it and it's amazing. It's super, it talks about her whole story uh, going from nursing or medical school to trying different nursing schools and then coming to Las Vegas and UNLV, which is, was actually open-minded and said, yeah, let's do this. You really, you went through school without, other than using a cart, you didn't have any advantages. You didn't, you weren't uh, trying to cheat the system and, you know, get into something. Uh, so many people do, you know, people with disabilities, not that they're trying to cheat the system, but they need more support than what you did. Yes. Mm -hmm. You, like I said, it's sitting down, just talking to you. I wouldn't know that you had a disability and then you stand up and you walk and I'm like, okay, she's got a little bit of something going on there. Um, yeah. But I, like you said, I, I've never seen you actually fall, so that helps me a little. Hopefully, you, ne you never do, but. Yeah, well, we will hope for that. Uh, what if I do, you, I, know, I, I know you'll catch me if, if you're there. If <laughs> I can catch you, I, I, I've got you, you know, you've got it. I've got you, the whole thing. It's a, That's my, my uh, title of my personal book. The book that I'm putting out on my own is I've Got You. <laughs> so, um, you know. Just, that's great, by the way. Uh, huh? It's me, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's you've got this and I've got you. And is the title is my working title right now. So yeah, I've got I get I have two more books coming out this year. Um 
of my own. And then I'm, I'm in another compilation book with uh, my friend Galit at Ventura Rosen and Angela Giles. So I'm in another compilation book with them. And um, then I'm going to be in Marilyn's book. Marilyn is another uh, episode of our, of our podcast. And her book is Love Never Ends. And I'm going to be part of that. So I've got five books coming out this year. <laughs> yeah, you need to take some more PTO. <laughs> I definitely need a little more PTO. <laughs> PTO, for those of you who don't know it, is paid time off. So, and I take as much of that as I possibly can. What <clears throat> advice do you have for people who are, are handicapped? Um, if you want to do something, just do it. Just try it. You're not going to know if you can or can't until you try it. Um, there's no harm in trying. If you if you can't do it, then at least you tried and you know what your limitations are. Um, if you just give up and say, I'm not going to do that because I don't want to, then that's silly. <laughs> I, I once I heard the advice I heard uh, for just about anything is what's the worst, you know, you think what's the worst thing that can happen? Oh, I fall down. Well, that's okay. I'll just survive that. <laughs> You know, I mean, what, what's the worst thing? And it's, you know, like I said, you're, you're fantastic. You're a very good nurse. And I, I'm excited to watch your career continue to grow because I, I only see you going up. I don't, I don't see you staying here. I see you going up. So it's, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Um, tell me, let's do a little bit of word association. Just a few. Uh, what does dare mean to you? Um. Just go for it. Okay. For it. <laughs> and what does what does care mean to you? Love, Love. accepting, um, acceptance. So, so dare to care means go for it. Just go love people. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> you didn't know I was going to do that. No, you didn't. You <laughs> caught me off guard with that one. I, that's what I like to do. I like to keep you on your toes, girl. <laughs> um, and what is uh, handy capable? Uh, yeah, I, my first thought is you. Well, stop. <laughs> I'm just like anybody else, like really. Anybody with a disability is just like anybody else. You just have to give them a chance to prove what they can do. I love that. And prove what, what their abilities are. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, your poor boyfriend. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, what, what's your favorite song? Oh, my God. Uh, what's my favorite song? I have so many. Okay. What's your like favorite I song today? Like what kind of song though? Are you talking like a love song, like a work song? Thing to today. What you know? What what's your whatever mood you're in today? I like Celine. Celine Dion is my favorite artist, but I also listen to a, a lot of country. So my playlist okay. is basically Celine and country. Luke Combs, uh, Lady Antebellum, gotcha. everything, everything country. I love it. I love it. I, I listen, I listen to just about everything. 
Um, but every once in a while, you'll go past my office, you'll hear some country music hitting. <laughs> it's usually like if I'm trying to pe pep myself up, I'm list. I'm not. I'm listening to something different when I'm trying to. When I'm stressed, I bring okay. on country music and and to try to bring myself back in to recenter. Uh, what is what is music? What just the word music? What tell me what that means to you? I don't know. Uh, I say freedom. Like I, I sing. I write a lot. I like a lot of uh, poetry and songs, and I sing sometimes. Okay, we're gonna uh, have to hit some karaoke yeah. bars, sister. No, we're not. No, we're not. Um, yeah. So, um, whenever I'm sad, happy, any kind of, there's always music playing in my ear at work mm -hmm. when the call it when the colleagues aren't going off. Um, at home. Um, I haven't written a, a song in a while, but I have about six, I have about five songs and about 60 poems, so. Oh, um, you don't have any poems on you, do you, right now? Or in your I, head? No, not, I can say, I can send you a couple, but. I oh, can't. no, I just was thinking if you had something in your head, I didn't know you did oh, that. I, I would have had you throw one out to us, but maybe, yeah, we'll, we'll add one. I would have, if you would, if you would have if I would have told that maybe sooner, but I don't, I can't recite any off the top of my head. Well, what we'll do is we'll do, um, we'll put it in the show notes. We'll put some of your poetry in the show notes if you want to. That could be fun. That would be fun, man. Um, I think that's all we have today. I think I need to let this girl go get some rest. Thank okay. you so much, Alyssa, for being on the Dare to Care with Michelle podcast. I love yeah. you. I think that you're a fantastic nurse. I'm excited to watch you grow and and continue to see you soar as as you always do. I want and I want our audience to remember that caring is cool. Thank you so much for joining us today. We love and appreciate your support and feedback. Positive reviews are always welcome. Make sure you follow and like so that you'll be notified of each entertaining and informative episode. Till next time, this is Michelle Renee Wyman, and remember that caring is cool. So now it's your turn. Go show someone that you care today. <laughs>